the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the new Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The Trump administration is extending the deadline for filing U.S. income taxes by three months. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin announced that at President Trump's direction, the deadline for filing U.S. income taxes has been moved from April 15 to July 15. He tweeted that all taxpayers and businesses will have this additional time to file and make payments without interest or penalties. The move comes in response to the economic fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. Greg Clugston, Washington. California's governor has issued stay-at-home orders for 40 million people in the most sweeping move of any state yet to curb the spread of the coronavirus. With half the state already under local stay-home requirements, Governor Gavin Newsom has now issued a statewide order warning that unless the rise in cases of COVID-19 slows, it might overwhelm the state's medical system. Newsom says people will still be able to shop for food and seek medical care, but should practice social distancing. Also at townhall.com, as news of the pandemic becomes more a part of our daily lives, pediatrician and author Dr. Meg Meeker says it's important for parents not to sugarcoat the situation for our children. We need you to kind of step up to the plate here. Um, We're not going to be able to buy the stuff that we used to buy, uh, and life is going to be different, but it's okay. We can do this together. Dr. Meeker appeared on station 94.5 The Answer in Greenville, South Carolina. U.S. home sales jumping in February to their highest level in 13 years. It's a trend that will almost certainly be reversed. As the pandemic keeps more people at home, the National Association of Realtors says home sales jumped 6.5% in February from the previous month. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 11, the NASDAQ ahead 35. More on these stories at townhall.com. Gold is on a run again. Experts say the coronavirus could tank global economies, so investors are heading for safe havens to avoid losing value in their IRAs, 401ks, and stocks. Don't stand on the sidelines and watch your accounts dwindle day by day. Head for safety and catch the gold rally now. Protect and grow your financial future today with a call to American Bullion, the leader in gold investments. You have valid concerns, and we have simple solutions for all needs and budgets. In fact, we specialize in first-time gold buyers' just like you. Find out about American Bullion's hassle-free process to transfer any portion of your IRA, 401k, or stocks into the long-term safety of a gold IRA today. Call 800-600-4849 and ask about our free gold guide. Call 800-600-4849. Grow your financial future with the rising value of physical gold and protect yourself during this worldwide crisis. Call the leader, American Bullion, 800-600-4849. Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Humbly Michaels set to roll into Like It Matters Radio coming up next. Then the Dana Show with Dana Lash at noon. We've got a special COVID-19 page at freedom1570.com that has all the latest news information and links that you need to stay informed. Plus, we got you covered here at freedom1570.com. Forecast today. A little blustery. We'll see some sunshine near 30. Mostly clear mid-teens tonight. Sunshine mid-30s tomorrow. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Invergrove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. did my research on high-rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which 
brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in a Santa Fe and Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So Invergrove Hyundai was able to work out just a great deal. I love that about working with Invergrove Hyundai. The staff and the salespeople really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. Choose from an amazing variety of new Hyundais and experience the incredible customer satisfaction for yourself now at their spring sales event. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, I want to give you hope. I mean, that's one of the things that a leader does. We are, we are hope peddlers. Uh, the number one uh, reality about a leader is uh, it's not about you. That's rule number one about being a leader. And so I truly believe this life is about how we can serve other people, servant leadership, the impact that we can make. I truly believe that our life is judged uh, by the impact that we make on other people, not how much money we create, uh, not how much fame or how many followers on social media we have, but did it matter one bit that we were given the gift of life? Uh, What difference did it make that the God of the universe breathed life into this carbon-based life form and created us? And and really, that's what we're going to talk about today. Today's title is going to be Question This. You know, when I created this radio show, I wanted an hour of power, as I call it. Uh, One hour a day uh, to work on our thinking, to work on the noodle, to work on the noggin. You know, I have three, three outcomes for this radio show inspiration, education, and application, and inspirations about inspiring people, moving people, uh, wanting them to have more, do more, be more, uh, you know, applications about doing something different today, because all the dreams in the world, if you don't take action, they just die, uh, just a hypocrite, You're just uh, another disappointment in the long list of disappointments, right? And so it's that education piece, uh, and education is not the learning of facts, as Einstein would say, but the training of the mind to think. And boy, with so much chaos, with so much confusion uh, in this world, uh, boy, now's the time to, to get in the driver's seat, to take control of the one thing that we can control is that is our thinking, that is our attitude, those are our belief systems, that is our map of reality, those are our focus. Uh, and that's what today is about. That's what the radio show is about. That's why you need to invest some time. You know, you need to control uh, one of the most important things in your life, and that is your mind, uh, which if you know what it, the mind is, it's really your heart. Uh, your heart, you know, where your treasure is, there where your heart is, the Bible says. And that means what you think about most often. You know, as as uh, for me, I speak my mind because it hurts to bite my tongue. That's <laughs> one of my favorite quotes. You know, uh, another good quote I like, the worth of a book is measured by what you carry away from it, right? All life is an experiment. Uh, you know, what the caterpillar calls the end of the world, the master calls the butterfly. And so we always like to go beyond the surface. You know, too many people dwell on the surface. Uh, as I tell people my leadership training, and you go to likeitmatters.net to read about it, uh, is most people are surface dwellers. Most people are snorkeling. Uh, and I'm a scuba diver. Uh, and, you know, we need to go beyond the surface because, man, on the surface, it's ugly. I mean, I just, uh, I used to like Drudge Report a lot. Uh, I don't like it as much as I used to. They seem to be on the bandwagon and just attacking the president. Boy, if you ever wondered if the president was from God, I'm not saying he's not a godly man. I'm not saying he doesn't do a lot of things that I shake my head at. But without a doubt, he's from God. Why? 
uh, because the world hates this man. The media hates him. Uh, the Republican establishment hates him. The Democrats hate him. Uh, and you got to realize that they killed Christ. And the Bible says over and over, you need to read your good book, that love of the Father will be enmity with the world. In other words, if you love God, the world's going to hate you. And it actually says uh, that uh, uh, you should not be in love with the world because if you love the world, the system of the world, uh, then uh, the love of the Father is not in you. That's Scripture. And so just like the Jews are God's people, why do you think the world's attempted to exterminate them for the last few thousands of years? It's got to tell you something. Uh, you know, be careful of the, that person that the world loves because the Bible says that is going to be the Antichrist. Uh, and the world hates God. The world hates Jesus Christ. Uh, the world hates anything to do with what the Bible says. Right? If you believe what the Bible says today, you're xenophobe, you're homophobe, you're uh, take away women's right to to kill the baby that she got pregnant with, right? So so uh, just just so you know, you got to know there's only two teams out there, ladies and gentlemen, and times are getting dark. Uh, only two teams. Quit making it confusing to yourself. That's what the devil wants to do. You're either on God's team, you're on the other team. And boy, looking at the, the, the Drudge Report, wow, police ask public to stop calling 911 over lack of toilet paper. <laughs> One in five Americans expect that they'll uh, catch the coronavirus. Uh... Business asks government for help. Airlines want $50 billion bailout. Fed throwing money in wrong places, former top banking regulator. Uh, Moody's, swooning stocks signal higher likelihood of Trump losing election. Uh, Route threatens to wipe out all gains since inauguration. And now all gains uh, since before Trump took office are gone. And man, how many people are rejoicing in that? That's just so sad. Such hatred for this man. Hatred for the God of the universe. Hatred for the Bible, hatred for the the name Jesus Christ. You know, I got to say Trump's in pretty good company. Uh, pa- parents battle overwhelming anxiety with long-term school closures. Supreme Court delays arguments. States turn to cash reserves slash almost all flights airlines do. Uh, rich people raising quick cash from art collections. Vegas bust. Gun sales surging. Restaurants shut across the nation. Amazon warns of delivery delays, running out of items. It's one thing. I went to the store last night uh, just to see what's going on in the world because I limit the amount of news I watch. I'm not going to buy into this frenzy. Uh, yeah, I'm not downplaying. I don't think the coronavirus is a hoax, but I think we're making it a pandemic. I think we're making it a, a situation of panic. Uh, it's a mental process, the selling off of stocks, trillions of dollars being lost. And so we have a real scenario, a real problem out there. Uh, lots of real stuff going on, uh, but we can make it worse. And so I want you to understand today we're going to talk about the qu- question this, because we're supposed to live and examine life. We're supposed to question our motives. Uh, and if you're not questioning your motives, I wonder uh, if you're really reaching your potential. We got to question our motives. The flesh is weak. The heart is wicked beyond repair, the good book says. You know, so I love the story. Uh, of the uh, the young man uh, and his grandfather. One evening, an elderly Cherokee brave told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside all people. He said, my dear one, the battle is between two wolves that is inside each of us. One is evil. It's anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He says the other wolf is good. It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a moment, and then he asked his grandfather, Well, grandfather, which wolf wins? The old Cherokee replied, The one you feed. See, the tale of two wolves portrays the good and the evil that lives within each and every one of us, represented by the conscious and the unconscious desires of man. The flesh is weak. Remember, man is a three-part being. Uh, You know, animal, I mean, plants live on a physical plane. They have a body, a plant body. Uh, And by the way, so do animals, so do people. We all share that plane. However, it is people and animals that go to the next plane as well, and they have a, a conscious life a mental life, a thought-provoking, a thought-processing life. But it is man who then goes on the third plane by himself and is a spirit, 
Uh, inside of every single human being is a spirit, a spirit that is eternal, that will live forever. And that's what we got to deal with. And so we've got to be questioning ourselves because it, the Bible says it is appointed for man to die one time and then be judged. And that's why we must question ourselves. Even the Bible says if you judge yourself, a God will not need to judge you. And so I truly believe that leaders learn to ask the right questions. Uh, we question ourselves. We question other people because questions have the ability to move. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're posing the question, question this. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Millions estimate their benefits online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're posing the question, question this. Yes, it's a question, because the this is inflected, right? Whenever you inflect at the end of a sentence, that's a question. Because what should we question? I believe leaders uh, ask questions, that leaders learn to ask the right questions. You know, there's a lot of things that are terrible questions. Why is this coronavirus going on? Uh, why did I lose my job? Uh, why? Sometimes why can be the worst question. And today that's not the question we're going to ask. We're going to eventually get to the, the five W's of journalism. You know, those five uh, W questions. Who, what, where, when, what, and why. Where, when, and why. However, these are going to be posed towards ourselves. These are existential questions, you know. Who am I? For what purpose do I get up each day, do what I do, go home at night, get up the next day? 
uh, where am I to be uh, present, presenting myself? What type of environments do I want to hang out with? Uh, when? Uh, when do I show up? When do I commit? Uh, when do I perform? Uh, when do I pour myself out? And why? Now, those are important questions, and today we are going to get into those existential questions. But first, I always like to lay out my, my theory uh, and then uh, be like a prosecuting attorney and have lay out and the reason why we do what we do. And then I like to sell you on it. Remember, selling is nothing more than gaining agreement. Uh, and we use our agreement gaining skills. You know, we're, we're constantly selling ourselves, selling our products, selling our services, selling our hand in marriage, selling our belief in God. And so I teach these agreement-gaining scenarios, these agreement-gaining um, qualities, pieces, if you will, because the people that go the furthest in their life learn how to gain agreement. And one of the people that we have to gain agreement with is ourselves. The, the word is called congruency. And a lot of us live incongruent lives. We say one thing, but we do something different. We claim to be a child of God, uh, but our actions show that we're anything but a child of God. Uh, we claim to love people and put other people first, uh, but we get wrapped up in the Me Too movement, the Me Too generation. What about me? That's why all this hoarding of items, you know, toilet paper, boy, it's the ultimate CYA. In a time of despair where people are losing everything, the most important thing in their life is how do they wipe their butts, which kind of is a powerful metaphor because most people are so busy out there covering their butts uh, that they don't really see a lot of other people. They don't see the opportunity to serve. And the asking these questions is important. we got to question ourselves. Uh, the Bible says that if we live an examine life, uh, then God doesn't need to judge us. You know, what was it? Socrates, Aristotle said uh, uh, an unexamined life is not worth living. You know, John Piper uh, in the book Don't Waste Your Life says you don't have to know a lot of things for your life to make a lasting difference in the world. But you do have to know the few great things that matter. Perhaps just one, and then be willing to live for them and die for them. The people that make a durable difference in the world are not the people who have mastered many things, but who have been mastered by one great thing. And I would suggest that that is the motive of the heart. We've got to question ourselves. You know, when Jesus walked this planet, he was always concerned with the heart. That's why he'd call the religious leaders, you whitewashed tombs. Because they would put on airs. They would put on this external uh, aura, if you will. Uh, but inside, they were filthy. They were dirty. Uh, and so we got to be careful of that. we got a question. You know, even when Jesus walked this planet, he said uh, things like, uh, well, you've heard it said that you should not commit adultery. But I say, if you look at a woman and lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery with, your, with her in your heart. Uh, he'd say things like, uh, uh, you have heard that you shall not murder. But I say, if you have hate in your heart for your brother, you, you basically already committed murder. And so early in the first segment, I shared the story about the old Cherokee and the two wolves. At the end of the story, uh, the young boy, his grandson, asked, so, so which wolf wins? And the old Cherokee replies, the one you feed. And the tale of two wolves is about the, the good and the evil that lives within each and every one of us. I mean, there are times I've done some great things. There are some times I've done some things I'm not proud of. I'd like to believe those things I've done that I'm not proud of are in my past. But who knows? A dog returns to its vomit. A sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. I mean, look, in a time of despair, you can tell a man's religion in a time of despair. Look what's going on when people get squeezed, when a little bit of panic, a little bit of uh, misfortune pops in. All of a sudden, people are ready to kill each other. People are ready to end it all. People are ready to, to kill someone over a roll of toilet paper. I mean, it's just, it's sad sometimes. See, if we are unconscious of our thoughts, see, that's what the tale of two wolves is about. It portrays the good and evil. It represents the conscious and the unconscious desires of man. And if we are unconscious of our thoughts, we are at the mercy of feeding the evil wolf. Our unconscious thoughts are the unresolved or, or repressed parts of our psyche. You know, the evil wolf asserts its power when we least expect it. Because it's hidden from view, it is, it is deep below the surface. It is the intents of the heart. You know, we need to be aware of this darkness, you know. 
Think about this. A driver cuts us off uh, on the road in traffic. E- our ego is threatened. And, and we react sometimes in a fit of simmering confrontation. I can't believe he did that. I've been wronged. Who does he think he is? And who knows, at the deep unconscious level, you might actually build onto it. Boy, I'm so tired of the world treating me this way. Boy, no one ever treats me with respect. And we get stewing and brewing. Uh, and all this, it's this rage. It's, there's unconscious anger uh, in a lot of us seeking to protect itself. See, the ego strives to assert its will to protect and strengthen itself. And so we fall prey to its needs. Uh, there's a psychotherapist, uh, uh, David uh, Rico. Rico he says our ego was never meant to die, only to be tamed, so that its wild energies could be put to better use. So we got to be aware of these uh, unconscious desires. We must become mindful of our thoughts. You know, that's why so many times in the Bible, the Bible tells us to hold our thoughts captive, to focus only on those things that are good and pure, to, to hold our thoughts, our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, to transform our thinking, to not... Uh, to think like the ways of the world, to not conform to the ways of the world. And so I'm going to share a poem with you, and it's, it's the sad reality of the world we live in. This is not a kid's poem, so if there are kids missing, there's a couple of harsh words in here, so you might want to take whatever precautions you want to. I don't know if Dr. Seuss actually wrote this, but it's called Dr. Seuss's Endless Balls, and it was uh, posted on the Internet June 25th by Tim Roberts. And so it says, Dr. Seuss's endless balls, progress, consumerism, credit, and greed, the pleasure and pain, the want and the need, liposuction and Botox injections, the need to watch porn to get an erection, alcohol, cigarettes, opium, and meth, hiring a speedboat down the river of death, waiting in an embassy, break out in a sweat, suffer a panic attack and oxygen debt. Fast food, French fries, burgers, Big Mac, type 2 diabetes and a heart attack. Children so fat they can't walk to school, run in the playground and kick a football. Desktops, laptops and cellular phones, murdering Muslims with remote control drones. Using public money to bail out banks. So when did we join the socialist ranks? Stem cells, genome and genes mutating, a repetitive strain injury from masturbating. In willful ignorance, we choose to sit and watch porn while at the same time virgin consumers are born. Selective serotonin uh, reuptake inhibitors makes it possible for me to see visitors. And a head full of tricyclic antidepressants. Look, I am smiling and acting more pleasant. Genocide, suicide, corruption, and coups. I'm a good citizen because I watch the news. The world is suffering, and I know it's a shame, but I'm going to help out right after the game. And again, this is the reality. I'm not sugarcoating here. I'm not saying all life is miserable. I'm not saying poo-hoo, but it's a tough world. And that's why I do my training the way I do it. I create a stressful environment. I squeeze people. And not so so I can be mean to people. Not so... Uh, people think that they're, they have no value. It's the opposite. I want to teach people we all have great value. We were created for a purpose. And that's why it's important to ask and answer these important questions because planes crash and people die. We never know when we're going to get the coronavirus. We never know when it's our last time to say goodbye. We never know when it's going to be the last kiss. We never know when planes crash and people die. God's already seen our, our last day. And unless we take our life, we we never know how long we're on this planet. But my goal is to help you live your life like it matters. Because when you live your life like it matters, it does. There are six elements in a well-formed outcome. In other words, six things that must be present for a goal to be properly formed. And one of them is this. It must be within the realm of your control. And that's what I love about the saying, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Because it allows you full control. It cannot be dependent on somebody else. You can't live your life dependent on someone else. It is appointed a man to die one time and then be judged. And we stand before God. We stand alone. We won't be able to give excuses. We won't be able to blame our spouse or our boss or the president. Uh, We will be standing by ourselves. Either in front of the white throne judgment of God, and that's not where you want to be. 
or the Bema Seat of Christ, and we will be judged. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you, when we live our lives like they matter, then we question ourselves. We judge ourselves. And not to condemn ourselves. Not to have shame. That's from the devil. But so we can clean things up. So we can live our lives like it matter. The, the word sin is an archery term. It means to miss the mark. And when we don't live and examine life, when we don't ask and answer those existential questions, we miss the mark. And our spouses deserve better, our kids deserve better, and our country needs better. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Do you currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills, or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years' experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing, has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800 741 We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process, helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today the topic is question this. Because I want to make sure that we're asking the right questions. Boy, there's a lot of chaos going on in the world. Uh, And uh, you want to make sure you ask the right questions. Leaders learn to ask the right questions. Because questions move us. When we question other people, what's it going to be like next week? Uh, what's it going to be like when you when you see uh, your your wife? What's it going to be like when you stand in the presence of God? See, when you ask those questions, it moves people. And boy, there's a lot of confusion in this world right now. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of panic. 
Uh, there's a lot of people focusing on the wrong things. I'm going to tell you, you should be limiting the amount of news you watch daily. Uh, it's all negative. It's all fear-mongering. I'm not saying we don't have a situation. I'm not saying you should not be prepared. Matter of fact, I'm telling you, this week we did a show called Be Prepared, Don't Be Scared. But when you focus on all the sky is falling, all the chicken little stuff, the boy that cried wolf over and over and over and over, you know, it's like all those haters of Trump, you know, amazing it. So many people filled with hate, and yet they supposedly don't like Trump because he's a hater. Uh, I think what they're seeing is a reflection of their own hate, their own closed-minded, their own bitterness. Uh, they have such hate and such ridicule. And so, you know, everything's been over the last four years. We're going to take this man down. He's going to leave the White House in handcuffs. Robert Mueller, Russia, 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 Ukraine, uh, uh, you know, the Stormy Daniels, you know, Michael Avenatti, uh, you know, running for president because they're going to take him down. I mean, we'll we'll pick anybody. That's why I wonder, you know, the Antichrist, you know, the, the devil shows up and say, listen, I'll, we'll take Trump out. You just got to sell your soul to me. And I think, you know, 40% of America, they've already sold their soul. Uh, so now selling it again would be no big deal at all. As long as they get this hateful man, Deborah Messinger, hateful, hateful, hateful. You know, uh, Joy Behar, hateful, hateful, hateful. CNN, hateful, hateful, hateful. MSNBC, hateful, hateful, hateful. You got to stop with all that focus. Because it's killing us. Look up epigenetics. Look at how our thoughts dictate so much. And all of you that are out there wrapped up in your hatred for Donald Trump, you might want to question yourself. You might want to go inside and figure out what's going on because the hate's in in in, in you and the, the people who have all this hatred. It's not Donald Trump. We see in other people what we don't like about ourselves. When Bill Clinton was doing his escapades in the White House, it made me angry. Because what he was doing in the White House with Monica Lewinsky were things I struggled with. Things I didn't want to be okay because I didn't want to get away with them because I didn't want to do those things and I struggled with those things. And so I hated in Bill Clinton those things that I hate myself. So some of you, your hatred for Donald Trump is because you see it yourself. Some of you, your, your hatred, your, your uh, you know, white privilege stuff and your overly uh, on the racist thing and poor black people, poor women. I got to be honest with you, most of you that have that and feel that way, it's because of your own hatred, your own prejudice, your own way you've treated women improperly. You know, I don't steal from people, so I don't expect people steal from me. Uh, I don't treat people poorly uh, because of uh, choices that weren't theirs. I'm not saying I don't treat people poorly. I have. I'm not proud of it. But it's not because of the color of their skin. Uh, and it's not because of something that wasn't their decision. They might remind me of someone in the past. They might trigger some insecurities in me. They might uh, flaunt what I hate about myself, and so I don't like it in them. But it's not because of the color of the skin. It's not because of what bathroom they use. Uh, it's not because of who they share their bed with. So this is why, and how do I know this? Because I question myself. And right now, man, if you don't get control of what's going on in your head, it's, it's bad out there. You know, Viktor Frankl said between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. We have to be in control of what's going on in our head and heart. The Bible tells us to guard, guard our heart. I mean, if you look at the news, it's scary. Amazon warns of delivery delays, running out of items. You know, I went to Walmart last night. Oh, my gosh, my Walmart in my store, I mean, my city, the one I go to, I go to two different ones. And this one, I went to the nicer of the two. Uh, and I'd say at least 60% of the shores were bare, uh, uh, shelves were bare, store shelves. I, I merge words all the time, store shelves. They were bare. They were bare. The freezer section, most of it bare, very little in the freezer section. The meat section, a lot of it was bare. So, you know, it's one thing when the store shelves in Walmart or Target or your local grocery store are bare. And, again, they're way better than a lot of people around the world, like in India or places like that. But they're bare. And it's one thing when store shelves are bare. But when Amazon warns of running out of items, Amazon warned of delayed deliveries and items going out of stock as the coronavirus outbreak continues to spread. Iran reports biggest single-day jump of coronavirus deaths as president rolls out quarantine. Uh, this is from yesterday's news. Iran reported more than 100 coronavirus deaths Sunday, the nation's biggest single-day jump in fatalities since the outbreak began. You know? How about this? 
Woman Licking Plain Toilet Seat for Coronavirus Challenge. A woman has been slammed on social media for an alleged coronavirus challenge video that has since gone viral. Ava Louise, a twice Dr. Phil guest and accused clout chaser on social media, has recently gone viral for a bizarre stunt that is getting widely criticized during the global coronavirus pandemic. She actually licked a toilet seat uh, in the challenge. Pretty disgusting. How about this? China ratcheting up threats to cut off U.S. drug supply amid COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, oh my gosh. This whole crisis that's going on should be one crisis. Why does our enemy, China, control 97% of our antibiotics? How did we get to the point where 80%, 80% of pharmaceutical-grade products, the stuff that we use to make medicines, pharmacological medicines, how does that come from China? Uh, this needs to be a wake-up call. There's a lot of st- our store shelves are empty, not because China makes the whole thing, but we're dependent on China producing certain parts of things. You know, this global uh, elitism, this globalism, this liberal utopia of we are the world needs to come to an end. Genesis 10, it was God who separated the nations. It was God who gave people different languages. Go to the Tower of Babel. Go to a man by the name of Nimrod. Go to the 10th chapter of Genesis. It was man who scat- It was God who scattered man. And now we want to bring it together, one world, you know, one world system, one world order. Um, again, here's man against going against God. And not only that, when you read it, how about this one? Plague of locusts set up to descend upon Middle East in time for Passover. I read this a while ago. There's like uh, these plague of locusts going through Africa and then going to, I think it's Pakistan. And China had like 200,000 ducks prepared. Because I guess each duck can do like 20 to 30 locusts at a time. Incredible. Plague of locusts set to descend upon the Middle East in time for Passover. Extremely alarming desert locust swarms forming in Horn of Africa, but will skip Holy Land. A plague of locusts, the likes of which have been unseen for over 30 years, is about to hit Africa and the Middle East. Adding to the perfect biblical storm, the current coronavirus pandemic is affecting travel of the international experts and in-country gatherings for training to combat the locust threat. Isn't that amazing? See, this is why we got to examine ourselves. And that's the Bible says this. The Bible's full with this. Second uh, Corinthians 10, uh, sorry, 13, 5. Examine yourself to see if your faith is genuine. Test yourself. Surely you know that Jesus Christ is among you. If not, you have failed the test of genuine faith. How about this one, 1 Corinthians 11.31? But if we judge ourselves truly, we will not be judged. Even Socrates, who I don't know if he believed in God or not, believed that living a life where you live under the rules of others in a continuous routine without examining what you actually want out of it is not worth living. The illustration of a lifestyle is what Socrates would describe as an unexamined life. Socrates' famous quote is, the unexamined life is not worth living. And the Bible says that you're blessed if you examine your life. Psalm 32, blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones waste away through my groaning all day long. Proverbs 28:13 says, he who conceals his sins will not prosper. But whoever confesses and renounces them will find mercy. Lamentations 3. Then why should we mere humans complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, We have sinned and rebelled and you have not forgiven us. Right? And so today I want to consider this. That when we don't have control... We panic. And that's what's going on with people buying up all this stuff. I told you an article I got. It was talking about recent research that was conducted with Leonard Lee, professor of marketing at NUS Business School. And they looked at the type of products that appealed to consumers when they felt control deprived. They hypothesized and found that consumers would compensate for loss of perceived control by buying useful products designed to fill a basic need. 
Closer analysis suggests that this preference was due to the product's association with problems. The research includes a series of studies written up in the paper, Control Deprivation Motivates Acquisition of Utilitarian Products. It's important to note that loss of control differs from the lack of autonomy, which is when people feel they lack the power to act according to their own will. Unlike consumers feeling out of control, autonomy-seeking consumers tend to prefer products that bolster their individuality, status items. But what happens, loss of control doesn't mean being out of control or lacking self-discipline. It refers to the everyday fundamental experience of being unable to take action to help address a situation or produce a desired outcome in a given environment. And so today I want to give you back your power. And today I want to focus on the one thing we can do, and that's we can question ourselves so we can make the right choices. And after the break, we'll go into what those existential questions are. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. In this latest ad for Early Bird Electric, we're going to discuss phones. Why would we want to talk about phones for an ad for Early Bird Electric? It's because the phones at Early Bird lack a certain feature. They don't have a hold button. When you call 612 The Bird, Early Bird Electric guarantees you won't be placed on hold because they can't. No button, no hold. Early Bird Electric feels the customer is the most important aspect of their business, so no hold. No way. Call 612 The Bird. First-time customers receive a free service call with repair. Or call 612 The Bird. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And please, during this time of uh, crisis, a lot of people are staying home. Use me. Listen to this radio show. Go to likeitmattersradio.com. I got 60, 70 archive messages there. Uh, reach out to me. Get my daily blog, wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Go down the bottom right. They'll see a, you'll see a button that says follow. Uh, if you hit that, type in your email address every single day when I send out words of encouragement, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You can get that encouragement. It's wayofwarrior.blog. Uh, and we need to question ourselves. 
Leaders ask the right questions. Even God constantly asks questions. And by the way, these are questions he already knew the answer for. God can't learn. You know, in the Garden of Eden, after Adam and Eve uh, chose to follow the devil versus God, remember when God came back in the garden, he said, Adam, where are you? Who told you you were naked? Don't you hear the questions? You know, Psalm 2, I love Psalm 2. You know, it starts off, why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot against together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. But the Lord, the one who rules in the heaven, laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Don't you hear? He's asking questions he already knows the answers to. And so we need to be able to ask the right questions. We need to get back control. And let's focus on those things that we can control. And so here are those existential questions, those questions that relate to our existence. And that's all we can control. These are important questions that will motivate you. The first question uh, is, who am I? Who are you? you got to know who you are because when you know who you are, what to do is a lot easier. That's why we have mission statements, purpose statements. And when you know who you are, a crisis doesn't overcome you. You overcome the crisis. You need to know why are you here? Why are you here? Why did the good Lord choose you? Why are you in the, your environment where you're at now? What difference could you make? When you know why you're here, then what to do is a lot easier. When you know who you are, then what to do is a lot easier. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, and go to bed the next day? Which is the third question. What should I be doing? Remember, we talked about the five W's of journalism. Who, what, where, why, when, right? Who, what, where, when, and why. Do you ask those stuff about yourself? All those questions, you should have a set answer for about yourself. What should you be doing today? Are there people out there in need? Are the people you can reach out to on email and Facebook? Can you be an encouragement today? Can you be a hope? If you got five bucks in your wallet, maybe there's someone that needs a five bucks worse than you do. If you got some extra food, maybe there's a neighbor that's hungry. Uh, maybe there's some people out in the streets that could use a little food. Again, be safety, be prepared, don't be scared. This is an important question. What should I be doing? Whose are you? You got to know who you belong to. There's only two teams out there, either on God's team or the other team. Are you a child of the world or are you a child of God? Whose do you belong to? Whose are you? And where are you going? You would never get in a car without knowing where you're going. You would never get on an airplane without knowing where you're going. And yet we get up each day, do what we do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again. We've got to question ourselves. We've got to question our motives. You know, I deal with a lot of people working with constructive criticism, constructive feedback. There's a lot of people that have these walls called wanting to be liked. And so they don't offer constructive criticism. They don't have crucial conversations. They don't broach tough subjects because they're so, their number one need is they need people to like them. And so we lie, we sugarcoat, we pretend like everything's okay when it's not okay. And we stuff and stuff and stuff and snap. And then we just disappear from people because we don't deal with things. And part of that is learning to ask the right questions. And God says, tells us, if we live and examine life, God doesn't need to, 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 to judge us if we judge ourselves. And so we always got to check the motives. And so when I'm dealing with people with conflict resolution, when I'm dealing with people who have a tough time getting constructive feedback, I tell them there's only three things you control. What you say, the way you say it, and the third part is what I add because most people know the first two. The underlying intent was why you said anything at all. Why didn't you just let it go? Why did you bring it up at all? And so you need to know that. What you say is important. Make sure it's truthful. The way you say it uh, needs to be honest and, and respectful. And then the underlying intent, why did you say anything at all? What was your point? Remember, it's always about the heart. We got to question the motives of our heart because the heart can be deceitful and wicked beyond. And we got to know that the heart wants what the heart wants. But that's why we're not little kids anymore. My son, Benaiah, wants what he wants. 
He wants candy at 10 o'clock at night. He wants to drive the car. He wants to stay up all night long. Every time we go to Walmart or Target, he wants new toys. You know, there's a lot of things he wants. The heart wants what the heart wants. But as you grow up, you learn how to, how to you know, wait. You learn how to have a, a, an opportunity to say, you know, that doesn't serve me well. You know, the Bible says uh, nothing's illegal if you're a child of God, but not everything's profitable. And so that's why we must question our hearts. That way, when you're questioned by somebody else, you know the answer. But if you've never questioned yourself, and then someone else questions you, how do you respond? And that's why, as a leader, not only do we learn to ask the right questions of other people, but we also learn to ask the right questions of ourselves. Because sometimes we can be driven by an ulterior motive. And we want to be the one to check ourselves, not have someone else check us. That's why one of my favorite poems uh, is something called The Cookie Thief. Because it really goes into a perception where sometimes we think we're doing one thing, but we're doing something else, and that's why we must question ourselves. It's by this woman by the name of Valerie Cox. And it goes like this. A woman was waiting in the airport one night well, several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man beside her was as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she ignored to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I weren't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also quite rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her bag and she gasped with surprise why there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair. Then the others were his, and he wanted to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. See, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we think we're giving when we're really taking. I'm sure all of us can relate to times in our lives when we felt absolutely certain our perception's right only to find the truth in a different light. We must ask ourselves, we must question ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Have we been the cookie thief more times than we'd like to admit? In this time of national crisis, this time of people in, uh, I think, a created panic, uh, I don't think we need to be panicking this way. I don't think we need to be doing some of the things we're doing, but we're being precautious. Everything's shut down. Governments take control this, control that. And Trump is forced to because if Trump says it's going to be okay and let's 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 do be as normal as we can and be precautionary, then people say he's not doing his job, and then uh, they're going to impeach him. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we need to be asking ourselves: Are we serving? Are we using this time wisely? Are we getting our eyes off ourselves? Because remember, rule number one about being leaders: It's not about us. In this time of crisis with coronavirus and everything else going on. Make sure we question ourselves, question our motives, question our service, question our commitment, question our relationship with God. Because, ladies and gentlemen, people get ready. There's a train to coming. And now is the time to ask those important questions on what's separating us from God. Are we the man or woman that God has created us to be? How can we serve our fellow man? What can we do today to make someone else's life a little you're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, we 
live your life like it matters. It does. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the Kingdom Builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet... From the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest-looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you, and he loves his new roof. Ringing liberty and truth.